Hey there, podcast listeners. This is Justin, and I am proud to announce the release on DVD of Ninjas vs. Vampires the Movie. That's right, the movie that Big Daddy Horror Reviews called one of the top 10 independent horror films of 2010 is coming out on DVD, and you can order it now by going to ninjasvsvampires.com. Now, you want to go there because if you go to ninjasvsvampires.com, you will get a free audio CD with music from the movie, stuff about the Enlight Podcast Network will be all over it, extra commentary, all sorts of stuff that you can't get anywhere else except by going to ninjasvsvampires.com. So go there to get it. The movie is out. Ninjas vs. Vampires the movie at ninjasvsvampires.com. We are now part of the Enlight Podcast Network with such awesome shows like Trek Off, Pop Off, The Hot Mess Podcast with Phil Stamper, and Ninjas vs. You. Subscribe to those. They're going to be fun. It's going to be neat. But we're still number one. Because we're supposed to be. Because we're the oldest. Endlightpodcast.com. Go there. Welcome to Pop Off. I'm Justin. And with me again is Phil. Hi, Phil. Hey, Justin. How are you? Phil from the Hot Mess Podcast, which you can find on the Enlight Podcast Network, along with our other great shows like the Suckcast and Ninjas vs. You and Trek Off and... Uh, and the hot mess that I miss one trek off ninjas versus you hot mess pop off and the suckcast yeah it's a five and also you can find out stuff at inlightentertainment.com about our two movies ninjas versus zombies and ninjas versus vampires so you are an amazing shill by the way am i a good shill you are am i shilling shill. well that's good thank you well, I, I thought i'd do the the the, the ad right out there up front um, for all the other shows and so today if you're listening i encourage you today to go listen to the Suckcast. it's an interesting other show to listen to and of course the hot mess but you're getting some of the hot mess here um, right uh but Suckcast will offend you and disturb you so <laughs> li- listen to it and then don't complain to me because i don't i I started that show up and then I let them run. And the first, like the first four episodes, I like I tried to edit it. Like go go, hey hey Corey, I wish it was like this. I wish it was different. And eventually, I just stopped. And I was just like, occasionally, I was just I was like, please don't, please don't make jokes about dead babies. <laughs> so, which is inter- an interesting side story. Uh, Dan Guy, who's on that show, mm-hmm. um, I met him years ago before we ever did the movie. Before I ever did a play with him, which is where I kind of got to know him. Doing uh, right before my son was born a uh an industrial shoot and he was there and i was there we ended up sitting next to each other and he ended up telling me dead ba- dead baby jokes which not not realizing that i was about to have a baby oh um, and 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 then i told him and it was very weird and awkward so when we ran into each other again years later it was like i remember you you're terribly offensive and upsetting. Hey, but you did remember him. I did remember him. Um, and and I'm really glad we brought him on. And he's he's a great personality. So you should listen to the sidecast. Um, but we're not talking about him, sir. Today <laughs> we are we are talking about Doctor Who. Um, it's interesting. I feel like this is uh, Phil and I have lots in common. We could probably talk about Star Trek all day long, and maybe he will guest over on Trek Off with you know, as opposed to me or <laughs> Alexia. Um, but uh, but um, we can't because we already have a Star Trek podcast. Um, so it's going to seem like Phil and I don't agree on anything because, as <laughs> I said last time to Phil, I'm not a fan of Doctor Who. Now, last time Phil took wrestling, which I just kind of didn't like at all. I didn't like it and turned it around and made me respect it and made me appreciate it more than I did um, and gave me at least a greater understanding. Um, I still don't watch it um, and probably won't. Um, 
Doctor Who is different than this um, in that I am a sci-fi junkie. I'm a, I'm a geek. I love you know sci-fi fantasy, Lord of the Rings, Star Wars, Star Trek, Buffy, you name it. If there's something in it that doesn't make logical sense and I have to like jump in and let my my fantasy brain start working i'm gonna i'm gonna dig on it um but doctor who has presented a hurdle to me over the years because i i don't uh the production values are different than i'm used to um there's an element of silliness that i would not have accepted although to be fair i rejected buffy for that reason for a very long time really as a star trek fan i i was like that's a stupid kids show that's it's angsty sexy kids jokey the effects were not as good as Star Trek. The the you know the demons never looked real. Everything looked ridiculous and fake. And I was like, why would I want to watch this? Um, um, and and I was dared into it by my friend Arthur, who essentially said, watch the first two seasons and then and then if you want to give up, give up. And something happens at the end of the first season of Buffy, or halfway through the second, or sorry, halfway through the second season of Buffy, where the entire show changes. The entire the game changes when that one when that one person and that other person do that thing and that makes that one person turn from that one person into that other person yes yeah you know what i'm talking oh, about yeah, i'm yeah. right there with you yeah I, um, I was confused from then I yeah uh, that ha- something something happens in the second season of buffy and and the show turns on its head and suddenly it's really good and it kind of goes full steam all the way through to the end and through most of angel and it's just a level of excellence that i now understand why there are like college classes on it and stuff mm-hmm. um and so I, I, my hope is for, especially from the, for the newest incarnation of Doctor Who, I've been told that it and its spinoffs are excellent. Yes. And really good. And that while they still have the silliness and you have to sort of, again, like wrestling, suspend your disbelief and go, yes, I get that these guys look like something out of Power Rangers. Just deal. Well, all right. I, I think that's some of the confusion f- for some fans of Doctor. Well, for some people who are trying to watch Doctor Who because they think of what they saw from Doctor Who when it ran from its original run from 1963 to 1989, yeah. and they and they think of oh, I watched on public television Tom Baker, who's probably the most known Doctor in, in the United States with a big long scarf. Yeah. Um. And I saw that oh, the production value sucked, and I had to think of it like I was reading a book where I had to kind of make up pictures in my head of how this should really yeah. look. It's not like that anymore. I will say the first season of its revision, when it when it came back with Christopher Eccleston as the new Doctor, there was a new tone, especially with him as the in the role of the Doctor. But the production values, even then, were a little still a little bit on the cheesy side. A little BBC, yeah, very BBC. And then as the seasons have progressed, they've gotten better. Uh, of since the new revision, I guess of the yeah. of the show, which isn't a reboot, it's actually a continuation of the series. And of I the do, original and, series. and I do, I do want to talk about that. So, um, so I guess, I guess we will jump in. Um, maybe you can convince me to watch it. Um, Arthur managed to do it with Buffy. Um, maybe you'll be able to convince me, and then I'll watch. What I will, will watch. I gotta convince the lady to watch too. Um. If if I can't if I can't convince Mrs. J to watch, then there's an issue. So well, when she goes on maternity leave, you just plop her in a bed. <laughs> the television there. That's how I got she her. She can't escape. It's how I got her to watch Lost. Um, <laughs> um, so let's start in. Uh, um, very first episode of Doctor Who. Who is he? Ha. Um, who? Who? Who he who is? is he? Who is he? Yes. Yeah. Uh, um, but who? So so. What? Give me the origin story of Doctor Who. Sure. What is, 
the doctor is an alien from the planet Gallifrey. He's a time lord, um, and it's a race of people that have been able to master time, which means he can go forward and backwards in time. And there's certain rules, and some of it is he goes through different points in time. I'm not going to say he he puts right things that once are wrong because he doesn't do that. He doesn't change history. He actually tries to make things right, not necessarily beautiful or pretty but tries to put things on what he perceives should be the right track. And he has an ability as a Time Lord to see possibilities in time that could exist. Um, and sometimes, as you go through the episodes, it is traditional sci-fi. So some of it is he's try- he is trying to put history, A, back on track, or B, well, this never really happened. So this are, there, are, there, are there forces who are trying to put it off track? Yes. And so... It, we say that if those bad forces didn't exist, then there would be no, no need for him. History would pro- proceed as it should, and that so he is he is fighting the bad forces. Yes. So so there's no need for a doctor if there are no bad forces, but because there are bad forces, he's sort of keeping everything in check. Yes. Like Captain Braxton in Star Trek Voyager. How how nerdy! Was oh that? my gosh! That's astounding. But then he himself turned evil. Well, sort of. And where were you, Captain Braxton? By the way, where were you in the new movie? Huh. What happened to you? <laughs> Oops. Well, he might not exist anymore. Well, Captain Braxton did. That's a whole other, that's a whole well, other podcast. That is the sound, once again, of our listeners turning off their computers. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> no, come back. Doctor come Who. We love, we love Doctor Who. You and now understand. that's the sound of other listeners turning off their iPhones. <laughs> no, they're so, coming back to us. because They're, right. they're like, I'm going to go watch porn. Doctor Who is a phenomenon. <laughs> it is a phenomenon. I think that's, that's a fair statement. It, and it's it's surprising to see because in, around the world, I mean, in the last ten years, one of the biggest rated show rated shows in the world from the from the United States is CSI Miami, and from BBC it's Doctor Who. And Doctor Who around the world is one of the most popular television shows, except in America. All right, so take me through the take me through the origin. So he's from the the. Oh, 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 oh it wire. works. It works. Yay, yeah, miracle. He's, he's he's hitting he's hitting the mic wire. Um he's from the the planet Goofy Pants and Gallifrey. Gallifrey, okay. And, and the constellation Castorberus. That's wow. Immediately nerdy. It's like immediately <laughs> like and I'm a nerd. I just pulled out Captain Braxton, but that's immediately <laughs> like like oh, we're going to choose the you know, it's from the Gulapla to Pla, the Galapagos Islands. You know, it's it's like like I, I get that again. It's sixties. It's it's sixties yeah. sci-fi, and they they have to continue using the names, you know. So I I get that. And the way they and I was surprised because I, I had not seen the original sixties episodes until about two or three years ago. Okay. And when I first watched, I was thinking, oh, it's going to be this horribly cheesy. Yes, the effects are bad, but horribly cheesy stories made for kids. Because I'd always heard that it was developed first to be a kids show, and like then, the original Star Trek. I don't know, was Star Trek really designed to be a kid oh, it show? It was it was a primetime show, but by the end it was appealing to kids. I mean, it has all the uh, things that yeah. would appeal to kids. Guys in costumes, primary colors on all the main characters. Yeah, that may, you know. yeah I get you. I get you. Um, but when it, when it was introduced, it was like, there's a mystery. Who is this man? Basically, it starts out... And I'm going to start with the '60s one because that's that's a way of what it's Tell me, tell me the 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 give me the the three minute synopsis of the pilot episode. Okay, pilot episode. There's a te- there's a school or excuse me, there's a girl at school. Her name is Susan. Susan excels in math and science and is brilliant, but for some reason she just she can't make change with money. She doesn't understand currency. She she doesn't get culture references or pop culture references at, at, at all. She would hate this podcast. Maybe so. But but Ian and Susan, 
who, or excuse me, Ian and Barbara, who are the two two of her teachers, are talking about how weird and strange this girl is. Why doesn't she get some things? And they decide, well, there's something wrong with her socially. Because she, she also doesn't really hang out with anybody of her own age. She kind of just goes to school and goes home, and they don't really know where her home is. So they track her down one day to to meet up with her guardian, who's only, who's only listed as being her grandfather. They don't even have a name on file other than John Smith. Um, so they go track him down, and it's the site of a uh, of a scrapyard. Like, well, what is this? And they see her go inside what looks like a blue police telephone box. I'm like, well, this doesn't make sense. And, and they, they bang on the door. They try to get it open. Nothing happens. And they, are, they pull open the door, and they walk inside. And inside is... Not what they expect. When you think, if you look at a police box, an old 50s-style police box, it's probably a box that's three foot by three foot inside, or you would expect that. And they go inside, and here is this gigantic, house-sized room. And inside they see machinery and, and, and just space, and they're like, what? This, this is weird. What's going on? We need to go out and, and, and get somebody, because we're apparently out of our element. And before they can, here comes this this crotchety old man who locks the door behind them and tells them that they can never leave because now they've uncovered this big secret and he reveals himself to be an alien from another planet and this is his granddaughter Susan um and through a series of accidents they end up traveling through time uh and I honestly can't remember their first adventure where they go I believe they do go into the past so the so the show in its first incarnation is is the little girl the doctor and these two people yes and how how long does that run? That runs f- for those set of those four people. I would say that probably ran two or three years. And how does that end? Uh, to be I, all I can remember because I can remember every all all the bits of it. Susan uh, is the first one to leave. She falls in love with a with another man. Uh, the girl, the little girl, the little girl. She falls in love with a man. Yes. Well, because the, now she's like eighteen. Let's say. I thought you said the show ran for like three years. Well, it runs for a lot longer than that. But I don't understand. That, she was like 10 and now she's 18, but only around three. Well, no, years. when I say little girl, I should say probably like teenager, like okay. high schooler. All so right. a couple years have passed. So now. she leaves. She falls in love and leaves. Right. So right. she goes. Um, the teachers sort of fall in love with each other and they end up going back to their, to their own time. He picks up some other companions along the way. And then he eventually departs the show. And it, what ended up happening when he, he was an older gentleman. And he was his health was sort of family, the actor himself, not necessarily the doctor. And so, what the creators of the show decided to do was, well, he's an alien. What do you mean we can't replace him? Of course, we can replace him. Came up with this brilliant idea of him being able to regenerate his body. So, whenever an actor wanted to leave the show, uh, oh, the doctor is is dying for whatever reason. Um, how does it, how does the first doctor die? Spoiler alert: This really old age. He just dies of old age. Is there is there like a sad death moment? Is he there? Yeah, there is the sad de- death moment. He collapses on the floor, and all of a sudden, light radiates from him. And then, as the light subsides, here is a man wearing the same clothes, but now years and years younger. A different guy. A different guy. All right, now this different guy is he a different person? Is he, to use a Star Trek term, is he like Dax? Is he like, like he has the memories of the old doctor, but he's a, is there a guy to miss? Like Yes. That, that's, that's a, that's a brilliant analogy. Yes. Um, that he's the same person completely. Same memories, same abilities, same intelligence. 
but the personality is new. What is what? Where did this other body come from? Was it? Did it pre-exist? It's sort of a trick that they have to regenerate just their own form. And there's something, and they never really, you know, fully explain it in the history of the show. Well, why does he change personas? Well, because he's a new being. Well, no, he's still the same being. So some of it is interesting because as you go along and the series progresses, it's almost like every few years you're you're still trying to find out the deeper mystery about this person. Do they do they do they go like you were different before? And he's like, well, that's this is how I am now. Yes. Yeah. And 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 whenever anybody walks in the TARDIS, well, it's it's bigger on the inside. And even the doctor will parody it. Like you see it mouth it behind him. Like it's bigger on the inside. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um. And there's a whole bunch of different people as he goes through because he doesn't necessarily. So now, now when the show continues with the new the new actor, does it continue with the same supporting cast as the old actor had? Most of the time, yes. But occasionally, the show's been canceled and then it's been rejuvenated with a totally different cast. Yes. Like the the most recent incarnation, from what I understand, is bears no cast resemblance to the incarnation before it. Correct. Although there have been former cast members that have made you know quick appearances yeah. on an episode. When it came back in, in 2005, brand new doctor, brand new set, you know, similar design elements. So you knew sort of it was the same. So what had happened? In, what's the story of what happened in between? Like the like, OK, so so this continues. Doctors are replaced. Yes. Um, th- does the cast sort of evolve? So every time a doctor is placed, the cast doesn't change. It just sort of it's it's it, if, if episode 40 had doctor number two. Episode 41 had Doctor number three, and the cast is the rest of the cast is the same between episode 40 and episode 41. It sort of depends on what was going on with the production at the time. Um, for example, when you bring that up, when Doctor number two changes Doctor number three, they got they on that episode, the end of the doc, Doctor number two, they got rid of the entire cast. Was there a story as to how they got rid of yes. them? Yes. What, why, what happened? Did Basically, they all die? The, the Doctor sort of violated uh, the Time Lord's tenant of don't. Basically, the monitor, David tenant? Oh, you could monitor time and space, but you shouldn't get involved. And if he was getting himself involved and it wasn't necessarily breaking the laws of time, like changing history, but he thought he was doing the right thing, you know, protecting, protecting good, saving us from evil, yada, yada, yada. And the Time Lords were like, no, hands off, no interference. So they decide, basically, we're going to execute you for the crime of involving yourself in history. Um, So they take his companions and erase their memories and send them, send them back to where they came from. Um, it gets a little bit more muddled, but the basically main canon version is then they force him to regenerate. And so he, and they send him to earth as punishment with, and stripping part of his memory of how to control the TARDIS, the time machine that he flies in. Um, so he still has the TARDIS, but he can't use it. He can't physically like actually remember how can he make so this now work? it's random now it's a little quantum leapy he doesn't know where he's gonna go sort of well now he's stuck on earth permanent like he can't even use the machine to travel in time. and now there's a new doctor now how is that a, a even a science fiction show now if he's stuck well but basically he's stuck in a period of time where earth has interestingly enough has a lot of involvement with aliens uh. and, he gets, and they had already established with the previous doctor number two that he knew people on earth and military you know, military intelligence and government. And so he ends up. So, so the execution, his execution being forced to regenerate is essentially the death of one being. Yes. And when he regenerates, he may have the memories, but he is a new guy and the guy he was before is dead. Yes. All right. So, and they have a brand new cast in the show. That is the first reboot of the show is Dr. I would say three. that's fair. That's, that was probably a huge. Now, reboot did it, did show. it show up like next season or was it just like, 
years passed in between or was it just like they said this is the new direction of the show i want to say because britain television is a little bit different from the united yeah. states television i want to say that happened as their christmas almost like their christmas special or new year's yeah. day special when they brought it back and then a couple months later they started the new season and it was also for that doctor doctor number three for british television that was when they shifted the show from being in black and white to color so it was not only a brand new season a whole new doctor it was a whole new no visual more time look. travel right the, yeah not no. no time travel but a lot of aliens and they were focused the show entirely on earth and so what year are we in at this point what the 70s early 70s all right early 70s okay so the show quasi 80s that was it, that was sort of an in joke on the show because sometimes they would refer to it being near the same time they were in now, i mean it would have to be early 70s because that's when i mean if, if they changed the show to to color that would be like 1970 right is when they changed it to color so so doctor number three starts let's say 1970 or whatever yeah all right, so what happens now? He basically becomes a, a secret government agent, sort of. Not, not. I don't want to say like a spy. That's that's sort of mis- There's a secret government agency called UNIT, the United Nations Intelligence Task Force. The X Files. The X Files meets Shield. Yeah, actually, that's yeah. A, that's a good reference because they would then sort of defend the Earth against alien. The shadow, invasion. the shadow organization that fights the shadow invasion that we, the average Joe, never really knows. Exactly. About. Got it. Exactly. And he becomes their scientific advisor. So, you know, he has super intelligence. And at the same time, he's also trying to figure out how to repilot the TARDIS since his memory is gone. Of so, it. The, so the show becomes this sort of paramilitary show for a little while. A little bit. Okay. But he, he refuses to use any guns. He is that, that voice of, I am, I am sort of the, the last say, the ultimate voice. And I may not have all my memory, but guess what? I know better ways to do this than you yeah. do. So he becomes off a little bit pretentious in this, in this uh, reincarnation, if okay. you will. I'm better than you. So this, this continues. I assume at some point he is able to use the TARDIS again. Yes. Um, in that same incarnation of the Doctor, he, he basically does a good thing for the Time Lords. That he gets rid of a big baddie for them. And to reward him, they give him back his memory, as well as some components of the TARDIS that they actually physically removed that he couldn't remember that they removed. Um, so then he's able to once again start traveling. And does and the show again. change at that point? Is he no longer the advisor to the government? I mean, why why be that if you've got your... Right. Your... He is, but by that time, by that time, he did have some personal relationships with some people. All right. And so, and of course, it was a television show, and they were yeah. in mid-production, and they had a cast that they liked. Sure. Um so for the mo- most part, they did travel back and forth in time, but they anchored it still with that government agency. All right. So how does this one end? Um, he, of course, trying in, in the process of trying to save the Earth, um, gets poisoned. Um, and in front of an older companion, a brand new companion. Uh, now, is there there's always a companion like pretty Susan was the companion part. to start with, I guess, little girl. Yes. And then the teachers joined him. Yeah. Um, and then there was, you know, whole, whole hosts of companions I'm missing by now that we're at the yeah. third doctor. Um, and so at this point he has a, somebody who's been with him a little bit and somebody who's been with him a long time. All right. Um, now see him regenerate. And the one who, how long is he the doctor? How long is this doctor around? Uh, let's say four years. Okay. Um, he now regenerates into who is probably the most iconic figure of the Doctor, at least especially by American fans, because that's when public television sort of picked up the series, was with Tom Baker. And this is the scarf guy. Right. This is the tall, curly hair scarf guy. Yeah. All right. Um, he regenerates into that. And that becomes more of no longer the whole unit, no longer... Now, here's a question. Is there a transition again? Is there a, like, this new guy with the scarf tries to do it with the unit for a little while, and then he's like, okay, I'm not into this? Or or does it once again it almost, completely change? It, it sort of has a very turn. brief, they finish up whatever the the 
there's kind of a new adventure that picks up just as he awakens uh-huh. that's still on Earth and unit. But then at the end, he decides, I'm leaving. He leaves those guys behind. Right. And he's like, I'm not, I'm not with you anymore now do, does any of that cast stay with him yes yeah, some of the cast does um right. the the one co- female companion that had been with him a little bit for previous mm-hmm. and then a male companion who kind of had a reoccurring role yeah now becomes a full-time companion all right and then the other one who'd been there for a really long time he he vanishes he's no longer part of the main cast of the show but then becomes a sparingly reoccurring character sort of Barkley, I will use the Barkley example from Star Trek, where you knew Barkley was there somewhere, and he just pops up from time to time. Yeah, yeah. Now, now at this point, are we seeing anybody from the first incarnation of the Doctor? Does anyone pop up from the very, very first? From the very, very first. No, no guest stars. No, No. nothing. No, no. Correct. It's like it. It's so old. They well, they did it when Doctor Number Three was still Mm -hmm. around. They did an episode called "The Three Doctors." Simple enough, and they reunited not only they reunited the three people who had so far been the doctors as well as several of the companions so the first guy who's had hailing failing health he was still around he was yes. still living and they had all three doctors at once yes like through some science fiction thing they, they exactly they, yeah some tricks of time and, that's cool that, yeah. i bet that was a great i bet that's a huge episode i bet yes. when you when you look at landmark episodes in the show that's one of them yeah that, like and then as time went on years later they did a five doctors so they got the actually well by that time the first doctor or, or, had passed away. Well, let's 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 sure. let's yeah, keep let, continue. Let, okay, let's continue. Um, so Tom Baker goes through, of course, different hosts of, of companions, and he's around for a while. Is he? He is the well. How long is he around? He yeah. is around for about seven or eight years. That's a long time. That's a very long time. That's like the run of like next gen. That's like that's, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Um, and again, it, he was so iconic in the role that not sort of a Sean Connery. I believe I am this person, but sort of like I am a superstar. And yeah. I think it was sort of a mutual, okay, it's time for you to go because you're wearing our patients thin. And yeah, was, that, no, that's not mutual. That's called being fired. Well, yeah. But, it, you know, with, <laughs> with more negotiable terms because he was very popular. Yeah. So they had to kind of ease it with everybody. Yeah. Um, relatively recent before they ended up ending his life, um, they brought in a new cast of companions for him. So all they right. get rid of the companions he had, bring in a new cast. They transition the cast, and then they transition the Doctor afterward. And right. The new ca- all right, so I get it. So okay. there's still some continuation because you have these companions who all have right. been around for half a season, let's say. All right, so so when he, when he regenerates, is that the end of the show, or is there a Doctor after him? There is a Doctor ac- after him. All right. So now you're at Doctor 5, um, who is Peter Davidson. That's going to be important to remember later. Uh, there will be a test. Uh, again, whole new persona, a little bit different, because Tom Baker was very kind of... Uh, comical even if dark sometimes yeah and peter davidson was a little bit more serious and a little bit less comical over time that sort of adjusted but when he started it was a very well because they, they, if we say that tom baker started you know if he, he was dr four yes so if he started let's say 75 mm-hmm. and he's on for eight years we're now into 83 we're now into you Early know, I, yeah. now i'm probably i'm way out i don't know anything about the years so so but there we are like television has changed yes it has you know definitely changed so so now we are we are on to Doctor Five and, uh, you know, continuing the adventure, space and time, going back and forth. He's probably the Doctor that ends up. Even though Tom Baker had the longest run, it feels like Peter Davidson probably did a lot more of the alien encounters. So even though, and of course, because it's a human show, uh, it always centers back on Earth and how it, everything affects Earth in a way. Peter Davidson probably had a lot more of the alienish kinds of episodes and that's also a time if you think about early 80s star wars has been around star trek the movies were coming out so there was also started this look at okay we need to sort of up our 
look and upper stories. And some of that thought was, well, maybe it's all about the aliens and some of it's all about the effects. So you do start seeing little changes, not great changes until a little bit later, but some changes in how they do the effects and how their stories are. And they focus a lot more on the aliens. And now you mentioned that it, it's at this point that you have the five doctors at one point. Yes, they, they do an episode called Five Doctors, which was actually written by a charity organization and they funded the production of it. So that way, all the money that came in for ad revenue and all that yeah. stuff for that show, they went to that charity. Now, what they do about the dead doctor? What they do? With it? They actually recasted him, and it yeah. was it was an actor that looked so much like him that people actually thought it was still him. Okay, so so the the five doctors are and now again another landmark. Is it a cool episode? It is, is it? an amazingly cool episode, and a lot of past companions that were on the show. So it was a big, big reunion. A big episode. reunion, yeah. Okay, um, so. At this point, do we still have occurring, re- occasional recurring characters from a long time ago? Like, will there suddenly be the, you know, because you'll have, you know, you watch, you know, I, I keep referencing Star Trek as if I can't think of any <laughs> other shows. Um, uh, but, you know, outside of Star Trek, there aren't a lot of shows that have this length. So right. So I have to use it. So you'll have, you'll have, you know, an episode of Next Gen that has Spock in it. You know, yeah. Is there is there a you know? Let's say there's a companion named Joe from the Second Doctor. Is there the Joe episode? Actually, yeah. Very. Tr- there's a character that that uh, in Doctor Two he meets called the Brigadier. Mm-hmm. And when he becomes uh, the Third Doctor and he becomes a scientific advisor, the Brigadier is in charge of that governmental group called Unit. Yeah. So the Brigadier pops up a lot. Same uh, actor. Same actor. Same guy. So there's so there is still a sense of continuity in the grander story. Yes. Even on Doctor Five now. Exactly. All right. So how does Doctor Five end? Doctor Five ends. Um, he has a brand new companion uh, that he picks up named Perry. Um, and the first, even well, an Australian actress, but they portrayed her as the first American companion. Uh, he saves her. She's been poisoned by an alien spider, basically. Um, and he ends up getting poisoned as well and doctor you're a doctor stay away from poison right. come well, on he, well he tries to get a cure basically more or less by milking a, this big giant spider and he only gets enough for one of them and he gives it to the companion all right so he passes he passes on and it, i would say that regeneration is really cool because it, it brought back all of the companions and kind of this dream sequency thing and like trying to tell him not to die and then you see this image of his big main theme arch nemesis who's been around since doctor three now uh, not necessarily the same actor but it's another evil yeah. time lord uh come in and be like no you must die and then he dies um and before he dies he goes something isn't right this is this feels different and when he regenerates it's a very different doctor it's 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 sort of maintaining that it's a darker trend and it's sort of he's a little psychotic um and what year is this are we into 90 no we're still like we're now like probably m- mid 80s okay um Peter Davidson only was around for not quite three years. Okay. Uh, so Colin Baker, new new doctor, Colin Baker, of course, everybody's like, oh, it's another Baker. And it just didn't no. work. Honestly, it didn't work out. He was not, he's not my favorite doctor. Um, Is he anyone's favorite? Like, does he have? I don't a know if he has a favorite. But because Doctor Who, by that, f- that time, these are people now who have grown up with this show, who were kids, yeah. who are now adults watching this program and now you have a dark dark now people just didn't like this incarnation of the doctor i would say show. And, and actually this was the first time the show was canceled um and they they had kind of a year off how long well how long did he last he lasted i guess three he lasted three years but All there right. was like a year off in the middle of it so 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 dr five dies at the end of his death you see this new actor yes and then well uh, you see Hello. okay you, you see this new actor and 
and then sorry about the the wires guys uh, you see this new actor and they're like new actor and he's different this feels different dun 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 and the show disappears for a year not right away like they do like a season and then it disappears because he was not a very popular so they so they cancel it and they're like okay so for the first time since the 60s yes the Do- show is off Doctor the air. Who goes off the air. Yes. And then they bring it back as the same show. Yes. Like it's just another season. Yes. Okay. Like nothing ever happened. He's been traveling all this time and now there's boom new show. Okay. Does he change? Is there a reformat? Do they go, mm-hmm. okay, it didn't work. So not yet. They sort of do this. They, it was weird because they were trying to you know fight for their ratings and fight for the show to come back. And there was yeah. a lot of support for it. And they, they kind of echoed it in the show itself. And they did something called The Trial of a Time Lord. And for that whole season, that was sort of the focus, that he's mid-adventure. He gets pulled out of time back to the Time Lord so they can try him as to whether or not he should continue his existence, basically. And he's ultimately decided no? At one point, yeah. They decided no, you should end. And okay, you want to talk about timey-wimey, twisty stuff that'll make your head spin? The prosecuting attorney for the Time Lords is a future incarnation of the Doctor. But so he's evil. But he's evil for the as the prosecutor, yes. and then he's a good doctor. Yes, they they describe it that it that it's something. The prosecutor they call him the Valyard, and that he is somewhere between uh, a generation or excuse me a regeneration of the doctor, and something went wrong, and he is sort of the off. So is, it, of that. is this the first inclination that the regenerations you see may have existed before they were doctors? Yes. Well. No, it, well, no, because actually, when there was Doctor Ford, there was this whole big image showing of other doctors, and you and they showed more than just the three that had been previous. No, but what I mean is, uh, Doctor Four is a grown man. Yes, he's not a, a baby. Right, he doesn't start as a kid. He starts so as, a, as a, is he, is if he's a thirty year old man again. To use the Dax comparison, did he have a life before he became the doctor? No. All right, he starts life brand new, but continuing. <clears throat> okay, so so the doctor is tried and he is found. At unworthy. first, he's found guilty. All right. Um, but basically, what ends up happening is the Valyard, with an, another evil character called the Master, changes histor- history a little bit, or hi- the historical record, I guess I should say, to try to trick the Time Lords in believing the Doctor had done all these horrible things. Okay. Um, bigger story involved, and they find out, oh, no, it was all not real and didn't really happen, and the Doctor's the hero, yay, and saves the people. It actually becomes the president again. He had been nominated to become president. All right, so what, what ends up happening? How does this Doctor end? Like, what's the end of this Doctor? At this point, production-wise, behind the scenes, B- again, another BBC not really caring for this guy. They basically give him the boot. The way he dies, he is riding an exercise bike in the cons- console room of the TARDIS. The TARDIS has t- some kind of turbulence and he hits his head on the side of the console and dies. Just dies. Kabank. He just dies. Like he found out like that episode. Kabank died. Pr- pretty and, much. And then they bring in the Valyard and they go, you're the new doctor? No, they bring it. They actually use another actor mm-hmm. um, named Stephen McCoy, or uh, Sylvester McCoy, excuse me, who's going to be in the new Hobbit movie, by the way. All right. Um, this is, he's what uh, Sylvester McCoy, even though he's not known as one, being one of the more popular doctors, he's my favorite doctor. Okay. So, so, so this guy dies regenerates into this new Dr. Sebastian McCoy. This is Dr. Seven. Then? Yes. Dr. Seven. And how long is he around? He is around. Well, that's a trick question. The series of the actual show runs or, d- or does, or does it get canceled again at that point? It gets canceled about three years later. So right. it has three more seasons with this new guy. Sylvester McCoy. Yeah. And it ends in 1989. It ends in 1989. So you said at one point the Valyard becomes, well, the Valyard was this like apparently future doctor that we don't know if we'll ever see that, was sort of an offshoot of an experiment 
Okay. Like somebody did something to the doctor in the future, basically, and ripped right. this evil part out of it. So, 1989, the show is canceled. Yes. Now, now, does this doctor die? This Stephen McCoy? Not yet. Sylvester McCoy, uh, Sylvester in McCoy. 1996, they do a television movie, both BBC and Fox. Um, it was a joint venture. And they bring back Sylvester McCoy as the doctor, as if nothing has ever happened. Now, he doesn't have a companion at the time. It's just him. Mm-hmm. Um, and the TARDIS looks a little bit different, but it's, it's sure. still him. It's still the doctor. And right away as he walks out of the TARDIS, he gets shot. So wait a minute. In the first five minutes. In the first five minutes. You, you basically pick up what this he's kind of sort of late mid-adventure of yeah. something else happening. Like the, the, the master who is the evil alien time lord. Does he get shot accidentally? or is it Yeah, accidental shooting. He kind That's of, bizarre. He lands in Los Angeles and is sort of in the middle of a gang shootout. And then wakes up and is this new doctor, Doctor Eight. Well, he basically he's rushed to the hospital. The doc and the doctors, you know, are trying to save his life. Something that's unique because he's an alien. He has two hearts, mm-hmm. so uh, he's in mid surgery. The doctor looks at the X ray. Is like, oh, this can't be right. He must must have been a false pot, false yeah. uh, showing on the X ray, and jams in whatever tube they had in his yeah. heart to look, and basically sends him into a cardiac arrest and kills him. And then he regenerates into uh, Doctor Nine. Doctor Nine, Paul McGann. Okay. Paul McGann's only filmed anything as the Doctor was this television movie. Okay, so it was a one-off. One-off. Okay, right. But continued to do uh, rec- uh, excuse me, audio serials and radio. They actually still have radio shows of Doctor Who um, that they, they still do, even with some of the older Doctors and some of the newer Doctors. It's really right. weird. Um, so are but, they part of the canon? Or are they, they either? Are, yes and no. It depends on who you talk okay. to. Okay. Um, like the Star Wars books or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, they're, they're extended EU. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and none of them really are game changers, you know, not sure. going to change anything. Uh, but that's his only filmed appearance as the doctor. What happens at the end of this movie? The end of the movie, he basically, he's now by himself again, traveling through time and space. So, and then when's the, when, that's 96. When is when do we start to see it, Doctor Who again? In 2005, the television show was brought back starring Christopher Eccleston. And there's no explanation really of what happened between Paul McGann and Christopher Eccleston, what caused him to regenerate. Now, is Christopher Eccleston, is he a new doctor, or has he been a doctor for a little while at this point? He may be a very little while. Yeah. Like, not necessarily freshly regenerated, but something newer. Okay. Um, because he, he alludes to, and there's there's references in the very first show of him as the doctor, of him appearing at different points in time. Like, there's been there's references that are found out about him. Um but he himself, he walks into a room and he looks in the mirror. Is like, oh, these ears. Yeah. And he kind of references it is a new face. Yeah. Okay. So, so Christopher Eccleston is the new Doctor in 2005, and that is the current show that's on right now. Yes. It has been going continually since then. Yes. All right. So he is Doctor number ten. ten. All right, Doctor number ten. Um, <laughs> it's hard to keep track. Um, all right. So he, Christopher Eccleston, is on for how long? Uh, one year. One year. Why does he leave the show? That is never really fully explained. Like, do we know behind the scenes? Behind the scenes, uh, basically what he said in an interview, very recently interview, um, is that he didn't like how he was sort of pushed by BBC to perform. And I think it was, uh, he's done, I mean, he's done big budget movies, he's done other television shows. I think the pacing is a little bit different, and I think he felt rushed. All right. Um, It was sort of the gist I got. But at the same time, he was like, I'm very happy to do what I did. I sort of gave the show a new persona, a new look that was a little different, a little darker. And I think I set the tone for it. And I'm really proud that I did that. And is he, a, is he a liked doctor? People like, yeah, people liked him. But then at the end of that, season, well, I guess let me, let me rephrase one quick thing. Every time there's a new doctor, there's that sort of 
revelry of, oh, we don't like him. Yeah. He's new. And then you kind of get into it, and it's like, well, he's different. And I sort of like this. It's, All right. It, so, so after one year, he dies. He dies and is replaced by somebody who becomes probably the the most favorite of the doctors. Since Roger Baker. Since, since, since Tom <laughs> yeah. Baker. And, Tom Baker. and many ways probably outshines him. In some, and this is David Tennant. This is David Tennant. And he's on for three years. He is on for actually a little, a little bit longer than that. He's almost on for like about five years. All right. Because um, he picks it the way they kind of show it. He starts at the Christmas special of, let's say, I think it's still 2005 or 2006. Uh-huh. So then when his real television season starts, it's, two, it's the next year. So right. so now what we're getting into iffy territory because a lot of people like to go back on DVD and right. watch things. Right. And I don't, I, don't I, th- I will probably start with Christopher Eccleston if I watch the okay. show. That's probably where I'll start because it, it's, you know, that's what it, what is interesting production wise. If you were to look at Christopher Eccleston and David Tennant's run as the doctor uh-huh. together, it very much looks like, oh, this is the same production. The, new 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 doctor the newest incarnation mm-hmm. of the doctor is another gentleman named matt smith and i know a lot of people who have started just with him who don't know anything of the of the you know the 60 story or anything well, of I, th- I think i think but i but if you're going to watch on dvd you don't want to watch one season and stop so you might as well that's true yeah so so if i'm going to start in 2005 so i'm, I'm going to stay away from very specific spoilers okay um i'm going to ask a couple of questions okay um the first thing i want to know is uh is this doctor uh David Tennant, he's there for a while. He's very popular. Yes. Um, my understanding is just yes or no, is that the new Doctor starts, but then there's another David Tennant thing after the new Doctor starts? What do you mean another? Like David a Tenet special thing? or something? that Like we are introduced to the new Doctor, but then from what I understand, David Tennant makes a couple more appearances after that point? Not really. Like basically when we have the brand new new Doctor, mm-hmm. as, and I won't really yeah. spoil this, the only thing you really ever see is sort of like a quick video clip. Yeah, but I know that David Tennant was he doesn't hired to to appear a couple of times after, and so maybe those clips are what we're talking. I don't. I'm not sure. I don't. I don't know what I'm talking about, and I don't want. To I was going to say. I would say. I would say. I would say no. I would say. I think if you're thinking that there is a two Doctor special of those of David Tennant and the next Doctor, no. Now, since 2005, have we seen any of the old Doctors? Have they gotten any of the old actors back? Only, well, only one of the actors has actually come back and appeared, and it was another charity special that lasted only like a 10-minute mini-episode. Yeah. Um, who was it? Peter Davidson. Really? Yeah, who was the fifth Doctor. Um, and it, it was neat. It was sort of cheesy in a way, but it was also sort of neat. I mean, and now Peter Davidson's a little older and a little heavier. Yeah. And, and they sort of reference it that, oh, because time is just the way it is, and it was a special weird trick of physics that he has aged because of how he was pulled through time okay um that's interesting uh and so the transition is made eventually to the new guy whose name is you said matt smith yes and i know that there was a that he's the youngest that, that he's very young correct he's the youngest actor ever to play now, the doctor now any any cast members from david Tennant go forward with matt smith no well no, not yet, I not guess yet. I should say. But the idea is maybe they can. Right. There, there was someone who was not a companion but was on another episode who has appeared, but not a regular companion. Maybe not yet. Okay. So at this point, for the very first time, we have spinoffs. And the first one I've heard of is Torchwood. Yes. All right. So get me to Torchwood. What, what, when does Torchwood start sure. and why? When Christopher Eccleston was the doctor. Um, and, and this was something I think that was brilliant on part of the showrunner at the time, Russell T. Davies. He sort of had this this hidden arc, story arc that you didn't know was going on, really, until the end of the season when you were like, wait a minute, I've heard this word now nine times, and what is this word? And I don't know if I should say, well, 
Dharma. No, <laughs> basically the, the phrase "bad wolf" keeps appearing, yeah. and there and it's not until later in the episode that they realize or season, excuse me, that oh wait a minute, we've seen bad wolf all this time, and what does this mean? Yeah. Um. But one of the companions he picks up along the way is uh he meets him during World War II during the Blitz in London. His name is Captain Jack Harkness, uh, an American, and he really is American. He's not an Australian yeah. playing an American. He's right. really an American. He is Scottish-American, or American-Scottish. I don't know how you word that, but he is American. Um, basically, he is a time agent. He's not a time lord. He's not an alien. He is human. He's just from a different point in time. All right. Um, but picks him up. Basically, they go through their adventure together, and when the episode where Christopher Eccleston leaves the show, Captain Jack also leaves the show. Um, and they've also hit hinted that there's this something called Torchwood, and they explore that a little bit more during David Tennant's first season, that there's this entity called Torchwood, and he actually inadvertently creates Torchwood and doesn't know it. Right, so what is the show Torchwood? It's Torchwood, um, the way... It's interesting because they sort of showcase it on the show differently than what the series is. Mm-hmm. When they show it on the series, Torchwood is sort of like... A, almost like a unit was in the 70s. That it's a secret, not really government-connected agency that knows about aliens, that tries to fight aliens. Why did I think the Torchwood is in the Wild West? I kid you not. I thought the Torchwood is in the Wild really? West. Yeah, I don't know why. It's all, all I... Well, I think because... Well, there, I would say there's probably some references because Captain Jack is American, so uh-huh. they make little nods and references to him being American. And It's like the logo. Does the logo look almost like a Wild West logo or something? The, maybe maybe yeah. that's it. Maybe. Like, doesn't look sci-fi-ish? Maybe. I don't, I don't know why. That, honestly, that's what I thought it was. So, Torchwood... Where does Torchwood take place? Uh, current day... Cardiff, Where? London, or not Card- Cardiff, London, Cardiff, England. Excuse me. So, have there been crossovers since Torchwood started? Yes. With Doctor, so they, so it's like Buffy and Angel. Yes, uh, they, actually, they, that's a great. There happen- have there been joint storylines where you have to go A B A B to check to out to a degree? Because I guess the way I should describe the the, the spinoffs, and we're going to get to the other one in in a minute. But Doctor Who is like the main story, like yeah. the very fam- family friendly story. Sure. You have another spinoff that's Sarah Jane, that's more like the kids version of Doctor Who, that's now build up more a little bit more to family friendly broad general family. but it is canon it is happening yes torchwood is more like the adult version of doctor who very much the first season i kid you not is really all about sex on torchwood is it like a showtime show is it like a like probably more like a basic. late night cinemax show in some really? in some okay. ways um it, it pushed like basically the the not the very very first alien they counter like in the pilot episode but the second episode the 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 alien gets off on orgasm all right that kills people for in the height of orgasm because it feeds off their energy okay yeah and that, that sex is a trend during the first season of torture, but it's very much like a dark. It's almost like an X files meets an angel, but dark angel is dark. I know. Yeah. So, <laughs> Do you get what I'm like? It, well, it, it isn't, it, isn't James is James Marsters on it actually at one point. A later season. Yeah. yeah, he is now. Now from what I understand, they've, they've reinvented Torchwood now. Yes. Uh, Torchwood is very interesting because it is immensely popular and it started off in, in a weird way. They started off in BBC three, for season one Mm -hmm. they had a year break came back for a second season on bbc two they then had another year break and they did a five episode miniseries all done in one week on bbc one and they were joking that if they ever have a season four they're gonna have to create bbc zero just to air Uh. this show um but actually they are coming back with a new season um that's gonna be a joint between bbc and stars all right and it's going to not only be stationed out of cardiff but also here in the united states and it, it and but it is still like in the, the current doctor doctor it's still it's still part of the continuity, part of the continuity. it's still part of canon yeah 
but it but like angel or like deep space nine it's its own thing yes but it is but ramifications of one could hit you know exactly if there's a giant explosion on doctor who that takes out half of london they're gonna have to deal with it too exactly yeah okay and now there there have been times on doctor who where the other especially on doctor who where the other shows come onto his show yeah but they've stated very explicitly the doctor will never appear on torchwood because Torchwood is much more geared towards adults and they don't yeah. want kids to be necessarily focused on watching Torchwood, even though I know a yeah. lot of kids are watching Torchwood. Um, that's cool. That's so, and that's the current state of Dr. Who. Yes. Um, and it, I mean, it sounds, it sounds like, it sounds like if you start five years ago, you're introducing yourself into what becomes a very, very rich universe. Exactly. Can, can you start five years ago? Like, can, can you start not knowing anything? Like when, when, who's the guy from five years ago? From Christopher, D- Christopher Eccleson. If you, can you start on that first episode and they tell you everything you need to know? Yes, because they leave it up to a mystery, and for old fans, they bring in something new that the time... Well, I'll go ahead and put it, because it happens in the pilot episode, so it's not like it's something that's deeper in the show. He is the last of the Time Lords. All the Time Lords, all of his people are gone. And we don't know how that happened? Not yet. It, but eventually we learn. Yeah, you yeah. learn more and more. So, so, so that is... They give you all the information you need to know in the first episode, and you, yeah. and you can watch from there. So that sounds like a good place to start, Yes, is, is right there. Um, what an education. I might I might start five years ago. I think if okay. if I if I can accept season one Buffy, can I accept season one of the new the the new show? Oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And 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 sort of get into the deeper mythology that exists therein. Um, well, this is you know like you know uh, this is why we have this show. So I'm I'm glad that we have this opportunity. You may have actually convinced me much more than you, than you did with wrestling, sir. With no, <laughs> wrestling. I'm, I'm, no, I'm glad. I, I, and I mean, I am I am a huge Doctor Who passionate, clearly fan. Wow, wow, that was astounding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, for uh, Pop Off, I'm Phil Stamper, and I'm Justin. Come see us next week on Pop Off. We are now part of the Enlight Podcast Network with such awesome shows like Trek Off, Pop Off, The Hot Mess Podcast with Phil Stamper, and Ninjas vs. You. Subscribe to those. They're going to be fun. It's going to be neat. But we're still number one. Because we're supposed to be. Because we're the oldest. Enlightpodcast.com. Go there.